Well, I, I, I look upon myself as um, a conscience, really. You know, I just sit on people's shoulders. If, if anything, I'm honest rather than diplomatic. Okay. Because one, it's honesty is so much quicker than diplomacy. And if I've got to beat about the bush about the fact that you're, you know, overspending on this, that and the other, well, then I will tell you because, you know, that's that's what we sign up for. That's Doug Bennett IFA. And this is the Travelling Optimist podcast with Steve Odie. I've known this guy for many years. I'm proud to say he's, he's one of my very best friends. He's in the top 2% of all financial advisors in the world. He's a respected international speaker, a successful entrepreneur. He's chair of trustees at an amazing charity called Us in a Bus and an all-round amazing guy who is my own personal uh, financial advisor and is one of the best in the business. So if you're looking for advice or help with your finances, then I would highly recommend you speak to Doug Bennett. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Well, Steve, thank you very much for that very kind introduction there. You missed off one or two things that I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm also a conqueror of uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. Yes. And um, later on in the, this year for us in the bus, I'm going to be doing the Three Peaks Challenge, which is Scarfell Pike, Mount Snowdon, and um, the Scottish one, Ben Nevis. Ben Nevis, fantastic. Oh, you're hero. Yes. That's amazing. I'd love yeah. to do that. That's on my list of things to do. There's still spaces, Steve, if you would like <laughs> to join us. When is it, mate? It's in September. All okay. being well, of course, <laughs> under current circumstances. All being well, absolutely. Um, so how, how have things sort of been with, with um, financial services over the last couple of weeks? Well, Steve, it's been interesting, naturally. It's uh, <laughs> a lot... A lot going on. There's a lot of people out there running very, very, very scared. Uh, actually, I need to just take a break there for one second and explain. Okay, uh, this is just in case the compliance people get to hear this at some stage in the future. Uh, past performance is not necessarily a guide to future return. Uh, I'm part of the True Potential Network, and that will probably do it for now. Uh, okay. Anything that we say is doesn't constitute personal advice. No. So it's we're just talking generics here. So yeah, it's been mayhem. It's been absolute mayhem. Yes. But if you look at if you look at um, the FTSE 100 over the last 20 years, actually it's still higher than it was when it started, which mm. is a great thing to consider. Yes, we've had massive, massive falls in the stock market over the last you know month or so. Some people would say it's a fantastic time to buy, but who knows? There might be a little bit more more of a drop uh, as as the new news comes out over the coming weeks and months. Yeah. But certainly, as it seems to be my uh, favourite phrase at the moment, this too will pass. So that's a that's a great uh, a great phase uh, phrase to live by. Um, so I, you know, a lot of people are going to feel a little bit overwhelmed with a lot of stuff right now, particularly the sort of personal finances and things. And the the news from yesterday, which was Friday the twentieth of March, um, from the government with regards to the paying of people's salaries, will certainly ease a lot of anxiety. What what, what do you think about that? Well, as they started with their um, talks. This is an unprecedented time and we've got a lot to worry about. However, it does seem like the government is doing and throwing absolutely everything it possibly can towards helping people. So 
it's it's going to take a while to wash through so i would really suggest that people don't make too many rash decisions too soon yeah um well, one of the uh, uh solutions that came out over the last sort of week was the mortgage holiday option for people to um you know i wondered if people are sort of taking advantage of that well it's uh, i mean it's a it's a payment holiday your your debt's still there interest will still accrue yeah so it's not the sort of thing that you just take because you can take it mm. i would not advocate just uh, having all oh, three months off happy days put the money in the bank spend it on a home gym system or something like that really these measures are in place and have bought in been bought in place to be used in emergencies only you know some people are immediately in an emergency situation yes i mean steve for you in the travel industry at the moment nobody's going anywhere so you know you're sort of the sort of person that really ought to be taking advantage of all of these sorts of things but you know if you've got a bit of savings in place uh emergency fund for example that is what it's for and that's the situation that we're in at the moment it's an emergency so if you have some reserves then you're going to need to dig into them i don't know that many people that have a lot of reserves i mean i've got to be honest with um with you and and and, and i know i've spoken to you about this before i i basically have uh, spoken to our uh, mortgage provider and, and taken advantage of that mortgage holiday from next month. What what I had experienced um, over the last couple of weeks from a business perspective has has been horrific, and I know that a lot of a lot of my you know travel industry colleagues are in a, a you know a similar boat. But I, I I wondered whether there might be sort of a, a stigma for people to think, oh no, I'm not going to do that. That's a that could be a you know seen as a uh, you know a sign of weakness or something. But I don't see it like that. Uh, I'm totally in agreement with you, Steve. Um, this is not a sign of weakness. This is unprecedented times. Yeah. We are in unprecedented times. People are likening it to the war. You know, um, have to be honest. You know, us youngsters are not being sent out to war. Yeah, uh, we're being sent home to sit in front of the TV and vegetate for two or three weeks. It's not a bad thing. Getting permission to do that, of course. So every cloud, as they say, every cloud. <laughs> so, you know, you, you've obviously had a, um, a lot of customers phoning you up over the, uh, it's not customers, clients phoning you up over the last couple of weeks. What sort of things have they been asking you about? It's sort of varied from, you know, should, well, predominantly it has been, should I take my money out of the stock market? That has been the biggest thing. Should I take my tax-free cash? I'm over 55. Should I take my tax-free cash? And it's like, well, where are you going to put it? Mm. You know, the Bank of England base rate has reduced rates again this week to 0.1%. Now, we know that the poor rates of interest that you get on your savings are just going to be exacerbated by, by uh, that rate reduction. So taking your money out of the market to put it into the bank feels like it might be a little bit safe. But the thing is, it's not going to make anything. No. And then... The other factor is, when do you go back in? When do you go back in? Because if you haven't got a financial advisor and you're doing this for yourself, you know, you've not got anybody telling you, holding your hand and sort of saying, look, hold on, hang on in there. It will sort itself out. So, so there, there is the instinct to just take the money, take the money and run. But that is part of the reason why the stock market has plummeted. 
because there are lots of people taking their money and running, but they've not got anywhere to run to. And that is a bit, bit of a problem. So generally in the main, most financial advisors that I speak to, and I do speak to a lot because I'm, I'm a great believer in, in um, stay in touch with your peers. A lot of them are saying, look, you know, just hang on in there because, you know, there, there will be some positive news. We're a week nearer than we were last week to some positive news. So every week goes by, we're nearer to some positive news. And then the market will rebound. And, you know, if you've dived out because you're not very, very confident, the highly likelihood is that you will go back in, but higher than the market was than when you left. So even if that's only 5%, difference yeah. you know yeah. you've lost five percent by doing that so so, so, so generally clients... speaking it's hang on in there and that's what i've been telling my clients hang okay. on in there and um and that's that i mean that is that's sound advice really uh, i can imagine for for some clients it's a difficult thing to do because that that sense of of overwhelmment um is is strong isn't it and so therefore your kind of initial reaction is to is to sort of say actually I need to get in a, you know, I need to stop that outgoing for, for, for that, or I need to draw out some more of that to help me through this, but it, it, it's, but we've got to try and find another way. And I just wondered, you know, is it worth from a, a personal budgeting perspective, is it worth, you know, going into that, into your kind of household budget and seeing what you can reduce in terms of, you know, if you're going to, if you know that you're going to, um, have less money coming in. So as an example, that um, the government initiative yesterday was that they'll pay 80% of uh, any salary, which obviously means you're 20% down. So therefore, is it worth sort of thinking about trying to cut some of those expenses out for a, a little bit and then reinstating them further down the line? Certainly, certainly. There's, um, it, it's a bit of a quandary, isn't it? Because if you've got pension contributions that you're making, yeah. Um, it would seem like that's the natural thing to stop. Money going into the stock market now when it's low is going to make you the biggest profit when the time comes and when the market is back up. But mm. saying that, there's more emergency needs out there. So the thing really is to get the last two or three bank, uh, bank statements and, and just go through and make sure that you know what every single direct debit is that is going out, out of your account. You know, there's so many things that we sign up to and it's four quid here, five quid here, 15 pounds here. You know, so there's a load of people with Experian, you know, credit file checking and they're paying 14.99 a month because it started off at 7.99 yeah. and, and it's gradually increased. So, you know, you could be paying 16 pounds a month for something that you can now check online for free. Yeah, so, that's amazing, isn't know, it? I mean, yeah, it's, it's it actually what isn't surprising is the fact that over the course of, you know, several years, you sign up to all of these things and, um, and then you just forget about it, don't you? Absolutely. But you have to be careful because there are some things in there that you might not remember exactly what they are. Yeah. So you've got to watch out for legal in general or LNG maybe or Aviva or some of these life insurance companies have actually changed their names. Yeah. So you might have bought a policy from, from Friends Life, but the direct debit is now going out and it's Aviva. Okay. So you think, well, I never signed up for that. So you cancel it. Yeah. So whatever you do, be very, very careful with anything that seems like it might be a life insurance company or, or a savings or an investment plan before you cancel. You know, try and dig some paperwork out and check what it is that you've got. Now is not the time to be getting rid of your life insurance, your critical illness, 
your income protection. Yeah. Because the thing is, we're going through stressful times. If you get stress added to your medical records, it's going to be more difficult to get the cover again in, in the future. Yeah. You never know. Stress brings on heart attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, we're supposed to be upbeat and positive in this, Steve, but well, you know, you've given me a few questions to start with. And it's like all doom and gloom and gloom. Well, no, it isn't all doom like, and gloom on, though, man. mate. It isn't all doom and gloom because I think actually this is a great opportunity for people to sort of take a step back and, um, you know, have a look at things um, subjectively um, in terms of, you know, your out personal outgoings and things and see if there's ways that you can sort of decluster, if you like, I think that there's always there's always going to be opportunities with these things when you know sort of life throws you th uh, a curveball um, like this. I really believe that, and I'm, I just I'm, think I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, definitely with you on that one. Well, absolutely. You're you're kind of Mr. Positive anyway. From a, a strategy point of view, it's a, a an opportunity to you know if you <laughs> I think people are going to have a bit more of extra time on their hands over the next coming uh, few weeks, and so therefore you know sit down with your with your uh, other half or, or or you know if you're single and sit down on your own but go through that excel spreadsheet of your budget have a look at what you can um what you can trim off if you if you need to um that you you know that like you said with that experian example and and make the call to that company and just cancel that direct debit and then you don't have that stress of having to find that extra 15 20 could even be a couple of hundred pounds by the time you've gone through a few other things but keep the, what you're saying is though keep the essentials keep the important stuff Absolutely right. Now, um, you know, with a bit of uh, free time on our hands now, there's a good chance that the important stuff might actually turn out to be Sky, you know, the movie channel, yeah. because we're going to need something to, to watch. I mean, you know, there, there is talk of possible baby boom in <laughs> nine months' time. Yeah. Um, now I'm, I'm a little bit past that, that situation, fortunately possibly our, our higher incidences of divorces over the coming months as we find out what our life, you know, significant others are, are really like, how they've changed over mm. the years since we first married them. But you've got to be kind, got to be kind to each other. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be complicated. It's going to be stressful. But actually, reading a, a book at the moment, it's better to have short pain than long-term pain. So your short-term pain is having those conversations about what things you can cut out, what things that, you know, you can reduce, mm. but yeah, certain things, it, you know, if you're overpaying on your mortgage, for example, and you might be doing that by standing order, I wouldn't suggest that you cancel the standing order. What I would suggest that you do is reduce it. Just yes. reduce it down to a pound or two pound 50 because then it's still on your account. And then in the next quarter, because you should be reviewing your budget, you should be reviewing your standing orders at least once every quarter. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you know, don't leave it any more than six months. From time to time, check what's coming in, what's going out, make sure that you're on top of things. But yeah, that's, well, just review regularly, I would say. But, you know, if, you, if the standing order is still there and it's a pound, it will remind you. And when, when these scary times are passed, yeah, you can put it back up again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've probably done this kind of interview around the wrong way a little bit, but you mentioned something about reviewing. And I know that that's part of the your kind of business, isn't it? In terms of reviewing your client's financial uh, status, as it were. Tell me a little bit about that. How does that work? Well, 
I, I, I look upon myself as um, a conscience, really. You know, I just sit on people's shoulders. I have had some people, yeah, yeah, annual review's up, it's coming up, and they're going, oh my God, Doug's coming around. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's, and I'm, I'm not that bad. You know, honestly, I'm not that bad, but they're frightened. They ignore they're frightened your emails. Because, yeah, well, no, because um, if, if anything, I'm honest rather than diplomatic. Okay. Because one, it's honesty is so much quicker than diplomacy. And if I've got to beat about the bush about the fact that you're, you know, overspending on this, that and the other, well, then I will tell you because, you know, that's that's what we sign up for. Yeah. If you want me to be honest or diplomatic, everybody says, oh, Doug, I want you to be honest. Well, hold on tight because it's <laughs> the honesty's coming. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready, get ready. Scream if you want to go faster. I use a ding down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's it, you know it's important to review these things on a regular basis and know where you're going and most importantly have some goals for what you want to try and achieve. Very very important to have some goals. Having goals, financial goals. Every single type of goal. I'm a great believer in every single type of goal. One of my goals, and I've written it down on my little goals book, which I you know, come and have a look at every now and again, we all have tough times. You know, we, we, we've had a time in the past where we nearly lost our house and things weren't very rosy at all at that time. So, mm. you know, you need to remind yourself of little things. And, um, you know, so no, it's, not just, it's, it's not just tangibles like the Harley Davidson or... or um, the dream holidays and all the rest of it. It's the little things like, mm. you know, yeah, I'm happily absolutely. married. <laughs> well, we know that. And I think with the, uh, uh, the fact that, you know, it, it's important, I think, to remember that this, is, like you said at the beginning, this, uh, this time will pass. And I think it's important for, this could also be an opportunity for everybody to kind of think about, you know, putting together a, a five-year or a 10-year plan and, th and say, right, you know, this is where we are now, but this isn't where I'm going to be, you know, five and 10 years time. Um, and I think part of, you know, where somebody with your experience like that, particularly from a finances point of view, you can highlight, you know, what people actually do need to do. And therefore, um, it just get, puts people in a, a much better, a much more positive position, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some, sometimes it's, some of the conversations I have with my clients is like, you know, you, you know, I, I'm sat there and uh, I ask, you know, well, what is it, you know, you want to try and achieve over the next three, five, seven years? Yeah. And, and, it, and it's amazing sometimes because, you know, I, I, I hear some one, one party will say, oh, I want to do this, that and the other. And the other party looks at them as if they're an alien. <laughs> and they go, I never knew you want. I never knew you wanted to do that. Yeah. It's like, oh, and that's so exciting. It's so exciting to bring those things out in people's relationships. And it's like, well, I never thought you'd be interested. Oh, no, I'd love to do that too. And then all of a sudden we've got a joint goal or, 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 or even then, you know, sometimes you've got, there's no way that's happening. I'm not doing that. And it's like, well, okay, but yeah. it's something I want to do. And then there's this understanding that, as I think so often, we don't actually realize that we have our own lives. Yes. We are individuals. And so you should have joint goals, but you should also have individual goals. Don't you think life sometimes gets in the way of all of that? It certainly does. It certainly does. But, but you know, we can so very often find time for 
things that are not, not that important. I mean, you know, we're, we're watching Line of Duty at the moment because the new Line of Duty was coming out, right? Except that's been pushed back a little while. But we felt the need to watch the whole series or four, five series of Line of Duty. Now, where on earth would we normally find the time to do that? No. Okay. But it became important. But that's not that important. But we found the time to watch it. And Game of Thrones. Oh, my goodness gracious me. I've, I've seen Game of Thrones twice. How can you possibly find time to do that? But the thing is, you can find time to do anything. If you want to go down to, you know, if you want to go down the gym, not now, yeah. actually, you know, because obviously we can't anymore. But, you know, just put it in your diary. If, if, Why if not you, put a meeting with your wife in the diary? Great idea. Right? How about every other Friday? Or if that's too often, too soon, right? Just ease in, into it gently. Well, I think once a month. Well, people are, are going to be sort of together quite a lot over the next couple of months, I think, aren't they? They are. So but there isn't any reason. There isn't. There isn't any reason why you can't still make it a date night and not go anywhere. No, absolutely, hundred percent. You know, Bonnie, Bonnie, and I decided that we were going to have cocktails and a film a few years back. So I'd make the cocktails and we'd try different things. Um, but trouble is they were all a bit too strong and she fell asleep through the first half hour of the film. So that didn't work. So we stopped doing that. <laughs> but these things happen. You, just, you could always just make non-alcoholic cocktails. What's the point of that? <laughs> was, that was there tumbleweed going through the, through the, the microphone there? I, I could feel it. Um, I think um, ultimately everyone knows their own finances better than, 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 than we do. But I think the tips that you've sort of given to me um, in this, in this sort of show have, have, are excellent, actually. And I think if people can just um, take one or two of those, you know, top tips and, and it, and it helps them relieve some of that anxiety or, you know, the current situation that they're in, I think, well, I can say that, you know, that, that we've done, done quite well, really. I, I, I think that there's, there's going to be, there's, like I said before, there's always going to be opportunities. It might seem, it might seem very difficult at the moment, but um, I genuinely believe that uh, we're, we're, you know, coming, we're all going to come out of this, you know, a lot stronger um, uh, as well. And have you, have you kind of seen any sort of nice and kind things that are going on sort of in the community recently? Give you an example. But, um, I said it at the intro. We, we've, in our street, we've got a WhatsApp group. And so, because we've got a few vulnerable neighbours um, who are, you know, self-isolating, as it were, as per the government advice. And so we've got this little WhatsApp go group going and the whole street is sort of chipping in and helping out. And, you know, it's been brilliant, actually. And we're all, uh, all going to have a, a street party when it's all done. And it's lovely to sort of connect with people that you've, you've never met before, even though they live in your same street. So I think that is a kind of thing that I think is being replicated across the country, I think, but um, I think I th we're, we're going to see more of right. those stories. You know, I think, I, I think we will see a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it is important and, and we need to, you know, with the technology that is available these days, there, there isn't any reason why you can't do little, you know, almost have your street party virtually. <laughs> you know, you have one now, I, I know absolutely. there are, you know, there are other, you know, there are other sort of um, or platforms for this sort of video, but, you know, Zoom is a particularly good one, but we have to say, you know, 
Skype and others are available, Microsoft Teams, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But I found Zoom, Zoom is, um, yeah, it's very, very good. We're, we're doing more Zoom meetings with yes. clients. I mean, uh, you know, it's sort of one, the isolating ourselves from then makes sense, but also, you know, saves on the carbon footprint. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I think the way things are after all of this, they're going to be completely different to the way they were before we entered this situation. Mm. I think you know, that the right-minded people, and let's be honest, there are only probably seven or eight really horrible people in the world. They move around a lot, so you yeah. do bump into them from time to time. But there really is only seven or eight really, really horrible people. In the main, most people are nice. And if they're not nice, they've probably got something going on that they don't really want to share and it's taking up their, you know, their mind so they can't be their normal self. So, you know, and I'm babbling there. But anyway, uh, people are kind. And I think we're going to see more and more kind people. At the uh, end absolutely. And uh, yeah. And, and Steve's and... trying not to wet himself <laughs> no, because, but... because because I'm babbling on here. There's a um, lot, lots more. A lot. There's a lot more volunteering going on, which is fantastic, and I love that. Um, you know, and and uh, long may that continue, even after this uh, after this crisis. When I wrote to you and said, "Would you like to come on?" and um, you said, "Yeah, I'd love to." And, and so I can't thank you enough for coming on. You 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 sent me over. I asked for sort of some phrases or mantras that you kind of live by. You sent me three. Um, I'll read them out. And but I wanted to. I want you to choose one, which is your, you know, which is your favourite. So your first one was action cures fear, and then your second one is life is not a rehearsal, and then the last one is if you're not going through hell, keep going. Oh, sorry, if you're going through hell, keep going. So which one is your favourite one that you think you kind of live by? I would have to say, action cures fear. I knew you'd say that. I don't know why. I knew it because you are really you're that sort of person. Ever since I've known you for like um how many years now i can't remember 10 or 11 10 or 11 years you've always always chosen you've always acted on everything and gone for it and that's something that i've you know admire so much about you that's very that's very very kind i'm i'm almost embarrassed now one <laughs> for the babbling earlier and and two for your kind words oh no it's it's but, uh, <laughs> i can't no i'm thanking you you know yeah, no, the, uh, I mean, the thing, the thing about it is there, there is so much that we worry about and a lot of it, so much of it is in our heads. Mm. And if you just move forward and take a little step, it either, well, doors open, you know, if you're moving forward down a corridor, yes. you know, doors will open for you. If you're standing yeah. still, yeah. they're not going to. No. So just, 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 just move forward, take, take one small step. You know, the other, I could quote millions of them, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. You, know. <laughs> you and I are both alike, actually, because we read quite a lot, <laughs> don't we? we? We read a lot of books and, um, uh, and, and actually, uh, I've never really thought about it that much. But it's in times like this, actually, that some of that stuff is really, really good. Um, really it's very powerful and suddenly all of it like, I'm thinking all of a sudden I'm remembering these things that are going that I've read you know from books a few years ago um, and uh, and I thought oh I'd lost all of that info but actually it's in there somewhere it is in there somewhere and that, <laughs> that, that is the you know that is the, the the amazing thing about the mind really yeah um, but let's not go too philosophical no. I think philosophical no absolutely we've uh, we, I think we've 
we've we've touched on some fantastic points and i can't thank you enough for that just sort of in summary then um we're talking about personal finances we're talking about um you know the strategies and uh, of what uh, we could do to alleviate some of that anxiety and overwhelm with uh, the current sort of situation and and you know uh, the, the people's jobs and everything um so it, it, it sort of it, what would you say would be you know your, your your top three things in terms of advice that you just give to people right now who are going to uh, who are thinking holy what's it I'm, I don't know what I don't know which way to turn. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, for, for, first of all, I think I would write things down. Yeah, I would you know find a quiet place, get a pad, and write things down. Yeah, just get everything out of your head and onto paper yeah Good because idea. that that you know that will to start with knowing that it's somewhere else and it's outside of your head will mean that you will stop thinking about it so much mm. for a start it means you'll be able to sleep better and we all need to be able to sleep better yeah so the first thing i would suggest is write everything down just but do it quietly you've got a significant other get them to do the same okay separately yeah okay so write write, write everything down write everything down that's bothering you okay okay yeah then have a look at them and decide whether it's anything you can do anything about okay because there's bound to be a few things on there you're not in control of so you know and i know a lot of people worry about stuff that actually they can't do anything about Absolutely. So in that respect, if you cannot do anything about it, okay, just put a big cross through it. It's done. Yeah. Put a cross right through it. There's powers out there, powers out there, bigger than us, that will deal with it. Whether that's government, whether that's your religious beliefs, whether it's just the power of the universe. But the thing is, there are things that are outside of our control and spending too much energy on them is just using up too much energy yeah so Which then you can be look, using for much more productive positive yeah productive and positive things so that would be the first thing okay if there are things on there that you can do something about okay write them on a separate piece of paper but in the order of priority on which you want to do them okay and what's your second? Well, I've given you all three in one one. Oh, space. okay. But all right. Anyway, so write it down. Anyway, c- c- write it down. Cross out anything that you can't possibly do anything about. Yes. It's like, you know, we were due to go on holiday to Vietnam to celebrate our 20th wedding anniversary on the 1st of April. We ain't going. There's nothing we can do about it. No. It's in the past. Mm. Okay. So things that you can't do anything about, just consign them to the bin don't think about them anymore then with what's left on the list rewrite it in the order of the important things and then share the list with your missus i'm saying missus because i'm obviously i'm a bloke and i'm married trying to you know your better half um, better half significant other okay yes and then just see if there's stuff on there that you're both jointly worried about in which case handle that together and I think the other thing as well is the, the one other thing that I found is hard to do, but is really important is it don't panic. Yeah. Don't panic yeah. about, I mean, you know, 
the the thing because you you start to think in a if you start to think that the world's all going to cave in on you it you know it it, it is so i i'd say you take a deep breath and don't panic about the the thing and and, and if it means you know talking to somebody about it um then um as i said at the intro of the show i you know please call me or email me with any any queries or worries that you might have because there's always you know there's always uh, somebody that has an answer for you i think the uh, i think you that's can call a, me too you well, can call me too i don't mind what i was going to say is wh- how what's the best way for people to contact you if they're looking for sort of financial advice or um you know for something that you can help them with well i think in the first instance wherever this is going to be based there'll be a comment section fair enough i'll put i'll pop the, uh, what i'll do is i'll put your contact at your website address and email address or something on the uh, on the podcast absolutely or, or you know if they just say need some help and then i'll forward them over dash to financial and then we'll find a way to get in touch with you. All right. That sounds, that sounds great. That's fantastic. Yeah, you've got to make it as simple as possible for you, really. <laughs> well, especially for me. Um, th- mate, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you taking the time to, uh, to, to speak to me and, and have a chat about things. Um, I hope that it's, it's helped. If, you know, if, if people are listening to this and, and, it, um, and it's helped, that would be great. If it helps just one person, it would have just been all worth it. Uh, but I hope it helps more, obviously. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate that. What I'll do is I'm going to end the show. I'm going to end the show with a quote, uh, my, one of mine. And it's, um, it's not always that we need to do more, but rather that we need to focus on less. I love that. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, I just love that guy. Doug's such a great person and I really highly recommend people getting in contact with him if you've got any queries or questions about your personal finance at this moment in time. Check out our show notes for contact details and information about how to get in touch with all of the relevant links. But in the meantime, stay safe everyone, keep well and we'll speak soon.